You're listening to the Hometown Crowd Podcast, part of the 910 Comedy Podcast Network. On this week's episode of Hometown Crowd, the sports world explodes with news regarding the impact of the coronavirus. We'll discuss that and what to expect moving forward. We also talk about the tight race in the SPHL, the XFL at midseason, the NFL collective bargaining agreement, and more. Get on your feet, you're cheering with the Hometown Crowd. Hello and welcome to episode 25 of Hometown Crowd, your source for sports news across the country and in our backyards of Fayetteville, North Carolina. I'm one of your hosts, Tim Dipple. And I am Heather. The last time that I get to say hi, Smith, on this podcast. Hi, Smith. Max out of town this week, but filling in for him tonight is recurring star. I think we could call him that. <laughs> uh, James. Hey, or otherwise known as number one fan. How are you guys doing tonight? Good. Listen, we have spent the last 24 hours binge-watching um, trash TV on Netflix, and we have there's been drinking involved. And uh, Always how you deal with trash TV. Exactly. No, but this mm-hmm. is fantastic. This is beyond anything. Uh, we also currently have, how much is it? What, 320-some-odd cans of beer in our dining room? 326 cans of beer, uh, 48 bottles of wine. Yeah, that's that's I, what we're rolling with over here. I'm looking forward to consuming half of those. Uh. You're in luck. <laughs> We've got you covered. Mm-hmm. We've got you covered. But no, we're great. We're we're we are really really good. Um, yeah, weddings next week. Everything's done. At this point, it's just. We're just kind of coasting to it now. Speaking of, just a reminder for our listeners, we will not have an episode next week with Heather being out. Um, you know, Going to we'll, be a little busy. Going to be a little we'll, busy that week. We'll pick up the following week after the wedding. Um, you guys aren't going on an immediate honeymoon, right? No. No. Okay. Unfortunately, no, we are not. Shit happens. Um, Shit does happen. But we will be back in two weeks on the 25th. Yeah, uh, we will. In which we will be previewing the upcoming Major League Baseball season, assuming that there is one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we'll get to that here in just yeah, a minute. Yeah, we will. Uh, be sure to follow us on all social media at Hometown Crowd on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also email us at hometowncrowdpod at gmail.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to our podcast everywhere you find your podcasts. And if you're an Apple subscriber, we would love a five-star review. If you leave us a review, we will read it online on the next episode. We don't have any reviews this week, but somebody has left us an anonymous one-star rating. Oh. Oh. Fun. No review attached to it. Somebody just clicked the one-star you know what? Thanks, One Star. That keeps us humble. Thank Brought you. Brought us down from a five to a four and a half rating. Well, you know what? We can't be perfect. It gives us something to strive for. And you know what? No, I am not going to thank this person. I am okay with One Star reviews. Oh, but you're saying put your name on it. If you're going to yeah, do if, it, put if, your if name on it. If you're going to down it. us, hang your name on it. Oh, well, I mean, fair enough. You're right. You're right. So if you're out there listening... 
get on anonymous leave a leave a review own your shit anonymous damn right yeah otherwise your one star review means nothing to us exactly uh, we have a bin juice. That's all it is. <laughs> we have a lot to talk about tonight God. with some big national news. But before we get to that, let's start where we always start with uh, local, locally with the Fayetteville Marksman. Yeah, because uh, you know we are the hometown crowd, so we probably should right? start there. Yeah, right. The Marksman did pick up three points over the course of three games this weekend, where they traveled to Pensacola. Uh, they yeah. had one win, one loss, and one overtime loss. Um, unfortunately, the Peoria Rivermen picked up five points over the weekend, uh, split between games with Birmingham and Roanoke. So that does bring us back into a tie for first place. Okay. Whereas last week we were a two-point favorite or two-point lead. Okay. Uh, there's only four weeks left in the season. It's like eight to ten games left. Uh, mm. So there's not a lot of chance to create some separation. However, this weekend, guess who comes to Fayetteville? Please tell me it's Roanoke. No, even better. Mm. Quad City. Is it the Quad City DJs? Peoria. Damn it. So oh. close. So we've got a three-game three, three game weekend in Fayetteville between the teams tied for number one. Okay. Oh, yeah. Because is it um Saturday is Star Wars night? Is it Star Wars or yeah, it's Star Wars. Yeah, it's Star Wars uh, night. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, I'm going to be celebrating both of my sister-in-law's birthdays that day, so I won't be able to attend. We will uh, be out of town, but mm-hmm. we wish them the best. There's May so the much going them. on this weekend that I want to be at uh, because. That's also the season uh, opener for the local Fayetteville Roller Derby. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Right yeah. here in town. Those gals are a lot of fun. We love them. And unfortunately, we won't be able to be there. But if you're listening, get out there and support the Roller Derby. Support the Marksmen. Let's cheer the Marksmen on. Uh, this is a chance to create some separation because... You know, you got three games in a row against the team you're tied with. You got a chance to be as many as six points up after this. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But let's get to the biggest news of the week. Uh, And it seems like we're getting breaking news on this almost every minute. Yeah. It's got, it's been nuts the last three hours. Yeah, but the fear from stemming from the COVID-19 coronavirus has reached the sports world. Finally. In fact, just 15, 20 minutes ago, the uh, Utah Jazz at Oklahoma Thunder game has been postponed. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of rumors circulating. Uh, apparently, Rudy Gobert and Emmanuel Godier were suffering from some illness that was undisclosed. So we're not sure what it what it is. It you know, uh, and it and to be perfectly honest, it could be allergies, it could be anything. But it could I'm, be a, it could be a cold. But exactly. But they're in the abundance of caution, they're doing this. And from what I'm hearing, reports of um a NBA medical trainer sprinted onto the court just moments before tip-off to declare that the game was off. Fun. That's yeah. 
Yeah. So we don't know what's going on yet. Um, we're going to keep following reports. Um, I'm pulling up Twitter right now so I can keep an eye on what's being reported on this. Uh, but we don't know what's going on with in Oklahoma City right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, this is smart. Um, as no one wants to say it or hear it, and I'm not a scientist, just because I won a National Science Award my senior year of high school doesn't mean I know what I'm talking about. But that's a super this, nice humble brag. Way to go. But continue, he sounds please. like his fiance. He's very proud of it. But go ahead. I, I get it from somewhere. Um, <laughs> so it is a smart move. It's a highly contagious disease. Um, and like some of the guidance that I mean, even the NBA put out um, like, oh, if you interact with fans, you know, don't shake hands, don't take pens or jerseys or anything. The scientific community, the CDC, is saying if you're within six feet of someone who's contag- who has has it, your chance of getting it goes up highly. So you're already in the danger zone at that point, and not in a fun way. So uh, this is a smart move. It really is. Yeah, apparently they are currently scrubbing the seats in the Jazz's bench area. Uh, so I'm not sure wow. what what the deal is. Uh, I'm trying to stick to, you know, credible sources and not just the rumor and circulation mill. Yeah. Um, well, and, you know, and to kind of kind of piggyback off of that, you've got the NCAA. Yeah. Talking about their tournaments being. Can you imagine a student section empty March Madness? Not just the student section empty. They just have everybody. Decla- I know. They have declared that the only people allowed will be staff and a few f- close family members. Like that These, is the stadiums insane. will be empty. That is so insane. And I'm and I mean I am a self admitted not a huge basketball fan. Um, however, I know what the fans bring to those games. It's just the same as what, you know, fans bring to the football games. Right. Um, it's just in this one, you're in a much more enclosed space yeah. and it really does feed the energy. So I cannot even begin to imagine how like weird and creepy that has to be. And not just that, like, you know, We've only ever had one number 16 upset a number one seed. Yeah. Uh, and that was just like two years ago with Virginia being the number one. Uh, this is an equalizer in some aspects. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't get it the is. fan momentum. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, you think about it. I mean, you're going to be taking out, what, Duke fans? Hold you're up, gonna be hold taking, up, hold up. You know, uh Shams Charina, Charania, uh, a verified account, uh, Utah Jazz All-Star Rudy Gobert has tested positive for coronavirus, sources oh tell Oh my God. Holy smokes. Sources say he was feeling good, strong, and stable, and was feeling strong enough to play tonight, but a cor- the, the ath- sources are telling The Athletic he, he tested positive. Well, and also, too, we need to mention, and not just in the NBA, you also have the Juventus defender in soccer. Yes, um, I saw Daniel Rugani, Rugani, excuse uh, me. If something I, if like I'm, that, yeah. Yeah, if I'm butchering his name, I apologize. But yeah, he's tested positive for coronavirus. So, like, 
this shit's getting very real. Um, but I mean, I don't know. I never know. I'm just, I'm going to stop myself there because this is, well, this might turn into uncle's corner and I'm, I don't need to do that. We're actually behind the rest of the world. Um, in Italy right now, they've just stopped soccer games entirely. Every organized event is stopped. The Vatican is shut down. Um, at least fans will get to watch it on TV as opposed to what's happening in Europe right now where they're just like, no, we're not going to do it. So at least there's that positive. I do want to note Shams Charania is a NBA insider, writer, and analyst for The Athletic. Mm. Okay. So sources are telling him that he he is testing po- uh, that uh or at least a, like a preliminary type yeah positive yeah because i know they like they can test positive on that but then they still have to do like a bunch of other shit so right but you know what though this sucks for him because and it's, and this other um soccer player because you know a lot of the a lot of the uh positive you know uh tested people their identities have been concealed for a reason and so you know you've got these two dudes where their names are out there now for having it and that's that's scary i'm gonna disagree with you i I think their names need to be because they're public figures and they've probably interacted with a lot of people and i mean i i I get that people need to know like oh shit i i shook his hand last night and i got an autograph like i should probably maybe i should go get tested that's Um, that is probably why they're doing that yeah nba tv is now reporting the same tweet i was just reading um the nba has actually been in meetings all day today uh either owners or representatives of the team and it looks like they're debating between continuing to play with empty stadiums or putting the league on a hiatus and delaying the league altogether. Um, Well, well, James and I were talking earlier because I guess LeBron was like, you know, Oh, I'm not, I'm not going to play if the fans aren't there. Mm -hmm. And it was what it what was he backtracked on that? Oh, did he? Did did he backtrack? I thought, I thought that's what he, I read this, uh, this afternoon. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, because it was something like he was going to either face like suspension and then a yeah. fine. So, but here's the thing, though. This that's fucking King LeBron. Like I'm sure he's right. got a couple stacks that he can throw to a fine and sitting out a couple of games. Right. You know. Uh, but the but NBA again, put, so the NBA put out a memo telling teams to be prepared for something like this, and they got a lot of backlash from players saying like, "Oh, well, I'm not going to play," and then their retaliation to that was like, "Okay, fine." <laughs> You cannot play, but you're going to get suspended and fined. Um, and yeah, like you said, like LeBron, like he'll be fine, but you're, you know, backup to the backup point guard. Mind you, I know nothing about basketball, by the way. That's the extent. I was about to say, I'm, um, I'm very <laughs> impressed that you pulled that out. Yeah. Very good job, babe. I watched Space Jam. Um, um, yeah. So, <laughs> um, you know, like they're not going to, they can't afford to not play. So, um, and it's like I said, it's not fair to people that watch the games for them not to play. Yes, it changes the dynamic, but at least you have an event to watch. It could be way worse. Yeah, LeBron said today, obviously I would be very disappointed not having the fans because that is what I play for. I play for my family. I play for my fans. 
But he added, if they feel like it's best for the safety of the players, the safety of the franchise, the safety of the league to mandate that, then we all listen to it. Yeah. Which so he did, is he did walk the back smart thing that. to say. It is the yeah. smart thing to say, yes. Um, but yeah, that's, that's scary shit, man. That's the really scary Ivy shit. The canceled their basketball tournament altogether for okay. men's and women's. Um, the... Uh, let's see, what do I have here? The Big Ten, Big 12, and ACC followed the uh, lead of NCAA, and they're going to basically play in front of zero fans. Um, I so just bizarre to me. I think the Big 12 actually said it was going to be limited to like 125 tickets per side. Oh, my God. Can you imagine how much those tickets are going to go for? Right, and it's mostly just for uh family and stuff like that um the acc announced they would be playing without fans which is huge because acc basketball um which good on the uh on a florida state women for winning their first acc championship this past weekend so uh the mid, uh, uh, the Mac and the Big West have also announced that their tournaments will be held with no fans in attendance. So, mm-hmm. this yeah. is definitely something we're going to be keeping an eye on. Um, <gasps> what do you got? Well, I mean, just because we're on the, uh, just because we're we're on the topic, it has nothing to do with sports. But apparently, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson have tested positive. For coronavirus. Wow. They're down in Australia and got tested. And the source that I have on it, it's a pretty legit source, is saying that um, they just tested positive. So it's nothing sacred anymore. Uh, now they're going after new Mr. Rogers, and I don't like it. Royce Young, a writer for ESPN.com, says the situation as he understood it. Uh, Gilbert was being tested pregame and the league wanted confirmation. He didn't have the virus before clearing the game to play. Uh, But so that's why he was ruled out. And then it was changed to questionable. They thought he might play. And then when he, the test came back positive, that's when they canceled the game. Yeah. So uh, if you're listening, if you're listening, be very smart, wash your hands, sing happy birthday two times, uh, don't shake hands, you know, just, just be smart about it. Don't, don't go into places you don't have to go just because you feel like you have something to prove. Yep. And if you're, if you're sick, go to the doctor. Don't just ignore it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because it's not just, you know, it's, it's seriously not just your life you're putting at risk. Yep. Uh, as you pass that on, you could be putting a lot of other people. You can. and But something, though, I, I do want to kind of throw out there, and I was talking to James about this earlier, um, that people all do also need to remember about it. And I don't want to take away from the seriousness of it. But the survivability rate of the coronavirus for people like 50 and younger is 99.7%. Right. So, uh, so people do also need to keep that in mind. Like, yes, it is a very serious situation that's going on. It, it, the World Health Organization deemed it a, a, a pandemic today, officially yes. a pandemic. 
So, but yes, wash your hands. Do all the things that you should be doing anyways, but definitely wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Extra care to do it. Hold on. What? Uh, ESPN, Adrian Wojnarowski has tweeted, the NBA has suspended the season. Oh, dang. The NBA will use, will quote, we'll use hiatus to determine next steps moving forward. Dang, Mac. You've, of all the weeks, to be in Disney World. Dang. Wow. That's, that's, that, that's, that's breaking news as of five minutes ago. That is insane. So now, like, it uh, is NCAA going to follow suit now? I don't know. I have no idea. And well, and and then you know, James and I were talking, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry, listeners. James and I talk a lot. Okay, a lot. Um, I would, I would assume. Yeah, we well, do. we live together. So yeah, we do live together. And you're kind of getting married. Kind of doing that, yeah. Big facts. Um, but like, what was it? There because there was talk about potentially like because in Florida, you know, WrestleMania is in Florida. And if right. they start enacting this, you know, oh, no people past 200 something, you know, do they do they cancel WrestleMania, which is basically on par with canceling the Super Bowl? There is a valid reason for that, because the number of international visitors yeah. they get yeah. for yeah. WrestleMania is huge. That. Yeah. And I remember so, reading that. But you but what was it that you were saying, though, about Vince? And Vince. He is a the show must go on type guy. And um, a good example of that is a couple of weeks ago, there was a huge blizzard. Um, I think they were in Utah and like the governor of Utah was saying, don't go to the show um, because you know, like it's like, don't get on the roads. It's dangerous. Um, so he will find a way to put on a show. Um, but it, I, I can't imagine a, a audience free wrestlemania it terrifies me um but so but but the thing but that not only applies to wrestlemania then would that also go with the xfl because tim had you know sent us a tweet about who was it the atlanta thrashers that was a joke. The Atlanta oh, Thrashers are it. no longer in existence. Dang it. Never mind. Then, okay, but, scratch that. Scratch but that. Seattle will be playing their game against the Wildcats this weekend to a audienceless crowd in Washington. Mm-hmm. Per a uh, proclamation put out by the uh, governor of Washington that any crowd larger than 200 people in uh, several counties, like, like 200 is your max. So yeah. they'll play to an audienceless crowd. Is, so, out of curiosity, so, because this does this does make some sort of difference. Is Seattle's XFL stadium indoor or outdoor? I think it's outdoor. I think it's outdoor. Yeah. Okay. I, I just know like it, there's there's some difference in how things are being measured. You know, indoor mm-hmm. games versus outdoor games. I do no. know the Seattle Mariners have announced they're going to be moving the first two series of the season, which were scheduled to be home series. Um, they are moving them through the end of March somewhere else. They have, I don't think they've announced yet where. Yeah. Um, um, and I did see too, um, as far as like the NFL goes that a lot of teams are really limiting who like 
between scouts and coaches on who's traveling, you know, for, you know, combines and visits and everything for the draft. So I do know that, that it's also affecting the NFL in that way too. So this is going to, this is going to be the biggest monkey wrench thrown into the sports world that has ever happened. Yeah. I mean, obviously this doesn't just affect the sports world, but we're a sports podcast. So we're going to talk about the impact that it has. Um, And I mean, it's, a crazy high impact. Um, once again, the NBA has suspended the season yes. Uh, yes. until further notice, until more decisions can be made. Um, I think they're finishing out the games that are in play. I don't know if they're starting any of the late games. Uh, I'll keep an eye on that. But at the very least, there will be no games starting tomorrow. We'll keep you guys updated on that. Follow us at Hometown Crowd on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Join the Hometown Crowd group, and we'll we'll keep posted as we know more. We'll share with you guys. But let's uh, let's let's be smart about how we move forward. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know this is this is a public safety concern, public health concern. So you know we don't need people acting dumb on this situation. Very true. Let's pivot though, uh, and we'll we'll keep updates as we find out more. But let's pivot to the XFL. Uh, we had week five last week, which seems minuscule in comparison to what we've been talking about so far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what were you guys takeaways from this last week? Um, I think the biggest takeaway from this last week, other uh, than the DC beer snake. Um, which we'll get to. Um, There's so much to it, so much to it. But I think the biggest takeaway was that there are still rules that people don't understand. Um, And I'm referencing the Houston Seattle game, which was a really good game. Yeah. We Um, watched that game. That was a great game. Um, And obviously me and Heather are Seattle fans, go dragons. Um, But you know, they they gave it away at the end. Um, But what happened if, if you don't know, um, if you didn't listen to the episode you guys did about the XFL rule changes, uh, the last two minutes, anytime a play stops, the clock stops. Well, what happened was it was fourth down and the, that, I think uh, that's uh, only in the last two minutes. Yeah, it was, yes. it was, it was, it was the last two minutes. Was, yeah. yeah. What happened is they went to, to run the clock out. So they, the, um, Houston quarterback took a knee with two to three seconds left on the clock. What should have happened was there should have been a turnover, Seattle's ball on the 23. Were they going to make a touchdown and the three-point conversion? Probably not. I think they would have, but I'm a fan. What ended up happening... The option is always there. It's there, exactly. What happened is, with three seconds left, they were like, all right, game over. And the refs walked off, the um, players walked off, and Seattle's coach was like, no, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. There's still two seconds on the clock, but everyone left. Um, And then the, uh, the XFL itself has come out and said, hey... A mistake was made. Um, this is part of being a new league. Not everyone understands the rules. And I think it's a good thing it happened because it wasn't a super, super close game. I hate to say that, but like if it had been like a three-point game, you know, that's field goal range. So, right. um, so I don't think that will happen again. And I think other than the, uh, the beer snake in D.C., that's kind of my biggest takeaway from this week. Yeah, I was very disappointed watching the my Tampa Bay Vipers just implode. Uh, 
they Did got out. Did you expect out... anything more from that? I was hoping that we had turned a corner and it, you know, with our win last week over DC. Um, oh, you turned a corner, all right, right into oncoming traffic. So go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we jumped out to a big lead right off the bat, and then all of a sudden we just decided to stop playing both offense and defense. They got uh, tired. They got tired. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was late. Uh, it was only. It was only. The game only started at six o'clock local time, but it was nine o'clock here. Yeah. Uh, so that was a rough game to watch. Uh, well, I'll tell you what was really fun about the. Uh, about the Houston Dragons game was uh, <laughs> still my favorite part when they cut to the locker room for uh, <laughs> for Houston. Would you care to know what the locker room is? What's that? It is literally a set of dry erase boards set up in the breezeway to go into the actual locker rooms. Really? Yep. Yeah. Why? Oh yeah, I I don't know, but those <laughs> it looked so janky and ridiculous that it was amazing. And wow. we did get to, we did get to see a turnover ski mask. I was mm -hmm. very happy to see that. Baby Robin. Yep, we were we were very excited to see that. Um, and then also too to kind of kind of loop back into what we were uh, talking about earlier. This is going to be awesome. A stadium employee that worked at the Dragons game on February 22nd has tested positive for the coronavirus. Yay! And that was the game that they played Dallas at, mm -hmm. which had the attendance of 22,000 people. Oh. So, oh, yeah. This is this is gonna be great. Was that that was what two weeks ago? Yes. Okay, so that's the game where um how mummy got ran over by one of his own players and broke his leg. Uh huh. Yep. It was that mm. one. It was absolutely. <laughs> how mummy is their offensive coordinator, and this week he had to step down um because uh it was Cameron Artis Payne um ran off the field who is a Dallas player and smashed into. Um, how mommy who's their off offensive coordinator and um, broke his leg. Uh, he's an older gentleman, but it didn't look that bad. Um, he kind of like got up, limped over back, finished the game, uh, tried to play, tried this week to um, make calls uh, up on the box, but Dallas did decide to um, let him be an advisor. Uh, yeah. But he has since been replaced uh, by uh, Jeff Jasinski, who was the previous offensive line coach. Uh, big thing coming out of Dallas's self implosion. Um, they're not having a good last couple of weeks. Mm -mm. No, <laughs> Does not. Dallas ever have a good couple of weeks? How dare no. you? No, ever. We've they had never this conversation. do. They never do. How dare so, both of yeah. you? You love me. You're still gonna bury me. Um, but I did see uh, that your boy Cardell um, has been benched. Yep. After his seventh interception of the season. He started the season extremely well. Like the first two or three weeks, he was like an MVP candidate. And, and then, then all of a sudden something just happened and just nothing. Something. Uh he he really turned a corner into oncoming traffic. 
<laughs> yeah, but I mean, really though, I mean, for for the week though, the the quarterback play across the league was really uneven. Yeah. Um, it just was like clearly, obviously, you know, PJ Walker um, is still, you know, he's still MVP favorite. Exactly. Yeah. Like he's still doing work. Um, and then you also still have St. Louis's what Taamo Taamu, however you say it. Yeah. I'm not sure how you pronounce his name. I'm not sure how you pronounce Ta'amu. it. Yeah. And, and I, pre- and I apologize if I'm, you know, butchering it, but like he's, you know, he's been pretty steady. Um, he's got a league high of 72% um, of his passes in five starts. So, so like, it's, it's kind of been, it's a little uneven. You've got some guys who are really starting to kind of come into their own and kind of hit their stride, like with, like with Walker, you know, um, but then you get guys, you know, like Cardell and it, who's really been struggling in the last two games. Um, and then you've got, um, uh, Dallas's Landry Jones and McGlowan and Johnson and, and Murray and, you know, they're missing games because of injuries. And so it's just been really kind of wonky on the quarterback front in the XFL. It's worth noting that Cardell Jones was benched after two passes, one being an interception uh, and his replacement went nine of 14 for 39 yards. Yeah. So like, uh, yeah, again, janky quarterback situation going on in the XFL. Now I'm not saying that we're going to find the next, you know, Peyton in there, but we've got some kinks to work out in that position. Clearly. No, but PJ Walker could find himself with a uh, NFL job next year. For reals. Yeah. Because oh, yeah, absolutely. He's really like come out and, and shown out. So good for him. And that's only good. Sorry, that, go ahead. No, go ahead. Say, that that's only good for the XFL too. Um, I was talking to someone at work the other day, and they're like, "Oh, well, if they lose players, the NFL ought to be bad." No, that puts legitimacy on the XFL to show, like, "Oh, well, there are these talented players. Like, let me go check that out." And you know what? I'm very interested to see. Um, I know Mac will probably say it's never going to happen because they're not going to go this route. But I'd be very interested to see if players will will use Johnny Manziel, you know, back in the day as an example. Johnny Manziel was after the money. He might have gone instead of college into the XFL where they don't have that three year rule mm-hmm. uh, into a legitimate league where he can make some money and yeah. then still be eligible for the draft after three years mm-hmm. and make the mm-hmm. big money. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but, I'll be curious to see if players like PJ Walker develop and end up making it into the NFL. If we start to see players do that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and, and, and kind of, I guess maybe just to round it out, I, I do still think that really the big win, the big winners for the XFL as it's become week in and week out is the, the, the broadcast transparency where you know you can you can hear players and coaches getting in disagreements and um you know figuring out plays and all of that because like we were saying last week like for for somebody who's not into football or whatever like it it lets you be part part of it because you can hear everything happening in real time and even like um 
what was I saw? I think it was like uh, Andrew Luck was even saying how much he really liked it uh, just because of because nobody's ever got to hear the, those conversations before. I mean, it's a little biased when his father is the commissioner. Well, yes, that's you right. But, <laughs> but from the perspective of someone who still doesn't fully grasp football, uh, mind you, I'm in my just got done with my first season of watching college football. Mm. Um, so, and getting into the XFL, it does help because I kind of know what's going on, but to sit there and like, have like a coach say something. And then one of the announcers be like, Hey, you know, well, this means he's going to do that. They're going to do this and look to do that. It really helps. And actually really makes it more enjoyable because now I know Absolutely. what's going on. I mean, I've been watching football for years and I'm still learning, you know, the, the, the fact that they explain these plays and what the different things mean helps even me. And I've been watching honestly, since I was about three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and they go into a lot too of like, okay, this is what the rule is, and da 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 da. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. So uh, again, for me, that again for the week, that's been the big winner out of the XFL has yeah. been the broad has been the broadcast. The, the fan interaction they, has been a winner. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh god, the fans. God, I love them. They are becoming just as great as college fans. But it's like they're getting to do all the shit that like the NCAA and the NFL won't allow. And so it is fantastic to watch. Uh, I was trying to find some stats on that beer snake. Um, I got you. I got you. If you need them. Got you. Oh, you got it. Go ahead. So, so the beer snake, right? Um, So for those who don't, for those who don't know, the beer snake is what's becoming apparently a DC defenders tradition where they basically take all of the cups that they've drank in beer and stack them from the bottom of the stands mm-hmm. all the way up as far as they can go. But it it's so much better. Fantastic. It's so much better. So I've made a beer snake or two in my day. Um, I, I'm in the Army, obviously. Came in at a young age. I was a young infantryman. We drank all the time. Not new to me. But this last week, uh, the DC Defenders fans made a beer snake that stretched from the bottom of the end zone seats all the way to the top um, of the what stadium is it the Audi Audi Stadium? Yeah. So, but what makes it better, aside from the fact that the XFL put these stats together, not the fans, the XFL itself, they estimate it was <laughs> 1,237 cups, which equated to 19,792 ounces of beer. Those aren't the best parts. This is the best <laughs> part. This is the best part, and you will never see this in any other sport. I mean, you might now, but before, definitely not. Oliver I know where Luck, you're going with this. Oliver Luck, who is a league commissioner, came down, drank a beer, and donated it to the beer snake. Yes! yes. Yeah, you're not going to see nope. the NFL commissioner coming out and doing that. Oh, Mm-mm. God. Or could you think about fucking Roger Kraft coming down and doing that? Hell no! There, There's video <laughs> on YouTube. no. After the game, like as the game ended, of the DC players coming to the end zone, drinking beer with the fans, and then contributing to the snake. God, I love it so much. Yep. Also, it wasn't just one giant snake. It started as two, and then it met in the middle like some kind of alcoholic intercontinental railroad, which I really appreciated. I'm trying to do some math here. Uh... Oh, Jesus. What is it? Nineteen twenty-four. Ten keg, ten kegs of beer. 
Excellent. Went into making that beer snake. Ten kegs. Who says that Get you can't learn them. anything on a sports podcast? We just learned you some math. Just, yeah, we hope we mathed it right in the, to start with, but yeah, well, go ahead. Well, a keg, according to Google, is about 1,924 ounces of beer. So... That's about 10 kegs to get to 19,000. That's so fantastic. Almost 20,000. So, yes. So, yes, dear listener, if you have not gotten had the opportunity to get into the XFL, get into it Mm -hmm. because it is so much fun. I mean, they call it like the extra fun league because the NFL is known as the no fun league. Well, this is exactly extra fun. Absolutely. Um, I mean, Tampa Bay's got their, uh, their flasher. Uh, oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. On the Jumbotron, mm-hmm. girl got kicked out because she lifted up her shirt on the Jumbotron. Okay, it's Florida. Uh, Are we really I mean, I mentioned it last week, and I also mentioned last week the guy who got kicked out because for the second week in a row, he made $100 bills rain. Of course he did. That man <laughs> is a hero. Right. I don't know why we're not celebrating him. I mean, I'm celebrating him. He's getting a shout out now. If you are listening and you are that fan, we will have you on as a guest. Reach out yeah, to us. Yeah, we will. Please do. Uh, yeah. Uh, I do want to bring up, uh, we are going here soon to have a special guest on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're going to shoot for the uh, the week we come back. It is going to be, and let me get his name correct here, Matt Dean, the brand new play-by-play announcer for the local Fayetteville Woodpeckers, has agreed to interview and be on our show. Yeah, uh, we're we're really hitting the big time now. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited about that. I'm very excited too. Uh, We'll, we'll talk some Woodpeckers baseball, maybe a little bit about the upcoming MLB MLB season. And who knows? Uh, so be excited for that one, guys. We're also working on a couple of other potential big interviews. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We're still we're still turning those knobs, so we'll get there. One potential interview is. That'd I'm, be a I'm surprise. Only, I'm gonna give hints. Uh, okay. He yeah, is give a, a local athlete that is hoping to be in the NFL draft this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one that we're working on is a multi-time, I think four-time pro bowler who is mm-hmm. also local and may or may not have won an elected office locally mm-hmm. here recently. So, yeah, we got some big things coming. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll those, see. Those are my goals. Um, God, it feels like I just we just need to go back to coronavirus talk. Oh my at gosh! This point. But <laughs> uh, no, well, no. Did you see the thing about the Baltimore player that essentially, I guess, kind of got like catfished for his like memorabilia? No, I missed that one. Okay, all right. Let me see. God, what was it? Um. He stole his, or he gave memorabilia to this dude who was claiming um, to be somebody else um, to sell, and of course it was not. 
who he thought it was. Um, oh my God, what is that dude's name? Find something to talk about while I think while I find it up. Well, um, let's talk about how ESPN tried to trade for an announcer. Ooh, that didn't go well. No, it did, <laughs> did not. No. Uh, they wanted to get Al Michaels, who's currently yep. under contract with, um, is it NBC? NBC, correct. Yeah. Uh, tra- he's currently under contract with NBC. They wanted to pair him with uh, Peyton Manning, who yep. they're still making a play for. They're still trying to get Peyton Manning, but the rumor is that they're ready to top the already insane contract that was given to Tony Romo, um, which I believe if I remember correctly, was about 17 million a year for an announcer and ESPN's looking to eyeball. I've heard in the $20 million ballpark. It's something like that. Um, they were upset. They lost Romo to CBS. Mm -hmm. Um, and they've kind of said like, hey, we really want like a high profile name. Do you want to guess what um, NBC, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to say this the right way, um, what they originally traded Al Michaels for? What's that? For the rights to, and you can't make this up, Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. Elaborate. NBC, okay, so Oswald the Lucky Rabbit was like a cartoon, I guess. Um, and... I guess they thought it was going to be like a big thing. I've never heard of it before. Clearly it didn't blow up, but Al Michaels was traded for the rights to Oswald, the lucky rabbit, which if I was him, I'd be like, you traded me for a cartoon that didn't work. I don't really feel loyal to you. Why would I get out of my insane contract now? And if I was, was him, I would use that to get my next contract to be even more money. He was a rabbit created by Walt Disney looks basically like Mickey Mouse with longer ears. That's even worse. Damn. Like, it's literally if you took Mickey Mouse and pulled out his ears, you have Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. Damn. That no Uh, one has heard of. (laughs) Right. He starred in several short films and theaters from 1927 to 1938. Oh, God. God bless America. (laughs) It's pretty brutal. It's absolutely brutal. Okay, so I found what it was. I found what it was. All right, go ahead. So it was – there was a man posing as ex-MLB star Tim – is it Lincecum? Okay, Lincecum. Lincecum. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, That scammed a uh, Baltimore Ravens player out of autographed gear. And he almost got away with it if it wasn't for the the NFL player's agent. You mean the meddling kids? Yeah, those meddling kids. (laughs) So so they say that it it was Hayden Hurst, who was a first-round pick, um, contacted police last month to report he had been scammed. Um, He told them that around May of last year, he was contacted – uh, by a Twitter account that he believed belong- belonged to the former uh, San Francisco Giants superstar pitcher. Yeah. And uh, he told cops that the account had been verified with a blue check mark. And so he, you know, and so when it asked, 
for him to send some signed me memorabilia over for a charity donation. He didn't think anything about it. So he's, you know, signed some shit and sent it on to him um, to include two jerseys, including one from a Ravens Bills game in December that he personally inscribed my guy um, nine, uh, 12, nine, 19 game use three receptions, 71 yards, one TD cops say that his agent, Philip walls later saw the jerseys up for sale online and figured it out. And so what's real bad is that the guy Wait, it gets worse. Oh yeah. It's kind of allegedly, um, the guy that does it, that did it, uh, is apparently a cousin of Nellie's, as in the okay. rapper. Okay. <laughs> of course uh... it is. <laughs> so, that's, that's a little bit of fun sports news out there. I mean, okay. it'll never be as good as, you know, Monte Teo's catfish girlfriend, but it's close, <sighs> okay? That is the story that will never die. It will never die, and I'll never let it because it was amazing. Yeah. Um, apparently, there's word that the NHL will be making a statement tonight, but it's not looking like uh, Chris Johnston is saying it doesn't sound like the NHL will follow the NBA's lead tonight. Okay. So they may so, be making so those. So do you think they may just like be limiting? I was going to say limiting fans at the yeah, games, probably. Yeah, at least for now. Uh, yeah. I imagine that if there's a player that gets, that does test positive, mm -hmm. that's when they'll make that's that when decision they'll shut to it go down. to the NBA okay. level. Um, I, I had a feeling that that was probably what the NBA was going to do, was they were going to wait to see if a player tested, because right. then if a player tests, then yes, then, then the onus is on the organization. Right. And so I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was the same thing. Um, the last topic we have for tonight is this debacle known as the collective bargaining agreement by the NFL. Oh, this is fun. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Man. Mac has been ranting about this for months. Right. Months yeah. and months and months, and it breaks my heart just a bit that he is not here to really just dig in on this. Yeah. I hope to but do, we, but we, but we will, we will do our best. We will I hope do to do best. justice for him. Um, I have some notes. All so. right, go ahead. What do you got? All right, so again, just disclaimer up front. I know about like one percent about football, right? Um, we're working on it. We're, We're working on it. We're getting there. Yep. We're getting there. Getting there. Yeah. Rome wasn't built in a day. It just took two days for the coronavirus to tear it down. Um, yeah. Too soon? Too soon? <laughs> um, the vat closed. Just because Jesus isn't everywhere. Um, James Franklin, do not. <laughs> All right. Um, so the biggest thing with it is it guarantees 11 more seasons. Um, and it seems like money is the biggest um, thing, which is not surprising. Uh, when you look at any, um, like the, the, the way I look at the whole CBA as like a whole union dispute type thing. I remember the hockey lockouts, um, and like money was always the biggest thing, money and number of games played. 
Um, This new one will add two additional active roster spots. Um, Players can now miss five days off the off-season program and still own the off-season workout bonus. It limits the number of padded training or uh, training camp padded practices from 28 to 16. Um, if and and I kind of agree with this. I don't know why this is a thing or it wasn't a thing before. But if a player is injured and can't play in a season, he'll receive 100% of his salary up to two million. What now is at 50% with a max of 1.2. If they can't play for two seasons, he'll receive 100% up to a million, compared now to 30% and 575,000. Um, there's also be a big boost to the uh, pensions of retired players, which I actually didn't know was a thing until today. Um, and you can no longer be suspended for marijuana use. Big proponent of that. Um, however, and I also really agree with this, um, a three-game suspension will be applied to anyone that is caught driving under the influence. Um, there's some the big ones I took away from it, but it all goes down to money. Uh, yeah, the- and I I know that the money side really doesn't favor the players the way the players would like it to um they're asking for if i remember right something like a 50 50 split in revenue yeah uh, but the owners are like yeah we'll give that to you but you're gonna play more games right, uh, right now they're at a 47 uh percent goes to players right um this this will take it to 48 percent but that's the sticking point wanting that 50 50 yeah, and the, the the real big thing is that this is being kind of, from my understanding, it's kind of being blocked by the more senior players because this deal does favor the younger players a lot more. Um, yep. So, you know, your superstars are kind of opposed to this and kind of leading that charge. But the the younger players, you know, Mac, Mac talks all the time, this is the shortest uh, average career of the major, the four major leagues. Um, so there's a lot of those players who haven't been around very long. The, uh, the verbiage, uh, that was used in the USA Today article was, um, that this caters a large portion of it to what the NFL calls the middle class of a roster. Um, it's going to add a higher salary for rookies, um, on the mid car or like, I guess I mid car on the mid level. Um, basically guys are going to make up to, you know, the first year or two, $100,000 to $200,000 more than they're making now. Right. Which, with the what the NFL makes, like, I don't see a problem with it. Like, I really don't. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I know a lot of the the more senior players. The, the Russell Wilson, I think, has come out against it. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, I believe. A lot of I the know, more. I know a lot of the, like, retired players, too, have come out and been like oh no yeah um it it looks really appealing to those guys who are fresh out of college and making their first you know big league contract but it doesn't seem to favor them more long term Mm -hmm. so uh yeah yeah well i think kind of been a slow week this week sorry pals yeah there's there's (laughs) nothing going on no yeah it's Um, a bit slow bit slow just as an update, it looks like the players at uh, for Utah and Oklahoma City are currently being quarantined in the locker rooms. Oh, um, God. Yeah, they haven't actually left the stadium yet. They're, they haven't been allowed to. So 
We'll keep you guys up to date on that one. But I think that'll wrap it up for tonight. I was hoping to see maybe if the NHL might have released any sort of statement before we wrapped. Um, But clearly not. No, as soon as as soon as that announcement is made, we'll have that posted on our Facebook group and Facebook page. Um, You guys got anything to add for tonight? Um, only good luck to uh, Gronk signing with uh, the WWE this week. He'll be on SmackDown on Friday. Check it out. Oh, Willie. Oh, yes. Yeah. You know, I'm still convinced that Gronk is on The Masked Singer. Would not be surprising. No. Um, I'm like 99.999% sure. Of course uh, you would cross sports with a singing competition. Well, yeah, also you guys a have to watch show. Uh, it's the Fox show, so it Gronk, makes sense. Only Gronk would get on a show like that and sing songs like Ice Ice Baby. No, I feel like yes. no, I feel like there would be other people that would do that. Mm. Uh, I don't know. But he's still on it. We won't find out for a couple more weeks. But anyway. I don't, I don't think anybody could sell it like <laughs> Gronk does. I'll give no. you that. No, I'll it's definitely that. like the drunk party boy song. And he's of done a couple of other ones. Like, I think he did like We Are the Champions or something, you know. Yeah, very Gronk songs. Yes, I got you. Right, right. Uh, but that will do it for tonight's episode. Uh, be sure to follow us on all social media at Hometown Crowd. We will keep you updated on anything sports related with the coronavirus. Uh, you can email us your questions at hometowncrowdpod at gmail.com. Uh, as always, subscribe on your favorite podcast source. And if you're an iTunes listener, leave us a review and we will read it on the air. We do not recognize low ratings without reviews. Right. I'm talking to na- you, Mr. Anonymous One right. Star. Put your name on your shit. Own it. Own it. Mac will be back in two weeks when we return. Just a reminder, we will not have an episode next week, but we will be back in two weeks to talk some baseball. And who knows, maybe this coronavirus thing will have died down at least I by doubt then. It. Nope. Um, it's not gonna. It's not gonna. Uh, nope. James, thanks for joining us. As always, thank you for having me. Thank you. For You're Heather, welcome. I'm Tim. Thanks for cheering with the hometown crowd. And just remember to wash your hands and say your prayers because germs and Jesus are everywhere. Especially now. Yes. Yeah.